0: listen to death and all the rest. I'm Lizzie Salwin and I'm Zoe Inglefield. Hi. Hi Liz. How are you Lizzie? I'm good. Uh, We are very, very excited to let you guys know that today we have a special guest in our very elaborate studio. We have the beautiful Shanae Connolly from the Bachelor, Sinead. How are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. How are you? Very good, thank you. So I imagine a lot of people probably don't know, but Sinead and I have been friends for quite yes. a few years now. So we actually worked together in an office many, many years ago. Mm. And. what? Well. Uh, it was just a property management mucking mm. around yeah like yeah i mean i don't know how much time we actually spent working and <laughs> how much time we spent uh gossiping about all the sweet honeys in the office <laughs> <laughs> Only totally bit, bit. right yeah i mean what else are you gonna do when you're young and bored young and, and dumb, yeah to get married <laughs> want to get married and you know don't want to make draining work phone calls you just chat about all the cute boys exactly. so yeah uh, we can get Chatting about cute boys a bit later. But mm. the reason we have Shanae on the show is she, like myself, is also an adult orphan. Mm. Which is really sad. I know. It's a, it's a little unique club. It is. Mm. It is. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that get there eventually, but not very many people. At 25. Yeah, not many people experience it in their 20s. Yeah. And for you as well, both your mum and your dad passed away really close to each
1: other yeah and you're an only child aren't you yeah I'm an only child
0: yeah um so Shanae, can you just start off by maybe talking a little bit about your experience so Mm. obviously you lost your dad first
2: yeah so my dad died suddenly when I was 25 um he he loved a drink um and much like my dad yes exactly so when I heard your podcast of your about your dad I was kind of tripping out because it's so similar yeah um but yeah so my dad ended up kind of struggling for the last couple of years before he died, he, he got peripheral neuropathy, which means, like, he kind of lost the use of his... The
1: feeling in his legs.
2: Yeah, the feeling in his legs and arms. Um, And so he was kind of going down that route, and he ended up in a wheelchair, and then all of a sudden, one day, he just passed away from, a, like, a sudden heart attack. Wow. And yeah. he'd never
0: had heart problems prior right? to He had. Oh, yeah, he had.
2: when I was 12, I spent my 12th birthday in hospital with him. Oh, lucky Because uh, he had, yeah, a heart attack. So I remember that, like, sitting there playing with my doll's house on his hospital bed. Something we um, will never forget. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he had another one, another heart attack when I was about maybe seventeen, yeah. um, and that was quite serious. But he started doing all the right things and working on his smoking and cutting down his drinking and eating right and trying to just like, yeah, fix fix what he'd done mm-hmm. to his body. Um, yeah, so he was on the right track. With that and then all of a sudden he just had a huge one and it it just took his life Wow!
1: Mm.
0: but so he had been you said he was trying to do all the right things did there come a point where he sort of stopped trying really hard yeah yeah I think he just
2: I think he kind of realized that he'd had a problem too late yeah and I think that it had taken over his mind before he could really think about doing something about it Mm -hmm. yeah um and we'd got him into rehab a couple of times and he'd done it and he'd got out and he's fine but he would relapse every
1: time yeah and I guess with things like peripheral neuropathy that is irreversible Mm. and very painful Mm. and I guess you could easily develop the mindset that well if I'm not going to fix something like that what's the point exactly kind of
0: sorry for those non-medical folk Lizzie can you explain a little bit more what what that is well... Is it just like the loss of feeling?
1: Kind of, mm. yeah, numbness. So things can happen like... It's very painful because it's to do with the nerves. Um, and things can happen like you can develop ulcers because the blood supply isn't very good. Right. Um, or a lot of people hurt their their feet or legs and don't realise they've done damage and then develop things like...
0: Infections. And, and... ulcers
1: that never really heal. Yeah, right. Um, and it's it's a big complication of type 1 diabetes, but a lot of people get it from alcoholism mm. or... Um, other sort of disease processes but it's not nice yeah
2: yeah yeah.
1: and he'd gone through the stages of being
2: able to walk and being on a walker and then being on a full um, wheelchair so mm-hmm. yeah by the end he was completely in a wheelchair
0: and were your parents still together at this point?
2: so at that point it was kind of a crossover because my mum got diagnosed with leukaemia oh before, before your dad before died before my dad mm-hmm. died so she got diagnosed in May 2018 yeah
1: Gosh, that's not long
2: at Yeah, all. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then my dad died in December 2018, and then my wow. mum died the following May, so it was just quite, it was quite long, it was one thing after the other with, with them.
0: In one year. Yeah. Or not even that. Mm. It oh. was, what was the sort of time frame, sorry, between when your dad died and when your mum died, was it? So my dad, so five months.
2: Yeah. So my dad wow. died in December, and then five months later my mum died.
1: It's like the worst possible thing that could happen. Oh,
2: it was horrific. Yeah, Fire it, up. I just—I never imagined that happening in my life. No. You know, I, you're a ch- like a child, and you just think they're always going to be there. and yeah. they're going to be grandparents, and I just never expected that.
1: And but yeah. was your mum expected to pass away or?
2: No, so oh. and that was the yeah that was the shitty thing as well is she we'd done a full year of, her doing the chemo and she pretty much lived in hospital that entire time.
1: Oh, so shitty yeah shit year for her yeah
2: yeah and she got into remission so in oh. the end she was in remission and she got out of hospital and she started to like work on building herself back up yeah. and then she got she had the the surgery i can't it was the stem cell
1: oh yeah surgery. The, like a stem cell don't um donation yes yeah, yeah
2: yeah so my uncle donated oh, wow. the stem cell yeah for her and it was and it worked it was mm-hmm. fine um and then she got a cold while she was kind of just healing mm. and it just it just got worse and worse. Oh, because they've got no
1: immunity, do they? No, if her immunity was transplant. down.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so we took her back into hospital just to get, um, she had a colonoscopy just mm-hmm. to check everything, you know. And then they sent her home, and that night, uh oh. Yeah, I because think I'm not they, I'm gonna say. Yeah. yeah, they drained her body for the colonoscopy, and then her blood. Is it blood sugar blood pressure blood pressure yeah yeah her blood pressure just dropped <gasps> to a crazy level and she was at home alone
1: oh my god it makes me want to cry yeah.
2: yeah and then they just like the next day took her back to hospital because she wasn't well at all and she just didn't recover from that
1: oh my god but it was
2: that was honestly the craziest thing like that morning i phoned her and she was normal she was like hi how are you i'm fine and i was like okay cool i'll just go to the gym and i'll come up and see you and she was like yeah that's cool so then I went up to see her and I walked in and she was like, hi, love, how are you? And, and I was like, yeah, good. And then within 30 minutes of me getting there, she just completely. So you were t- t- there? I was there. Oh and then goodness. I was sitting with her and then she started, she was like, my feet are just really itchy. I don't know why. And uh-huh. she was like, can you rub my feet? And I was like, oh. yeah, for sure. So I was rubbing her feet thinking like, why is she, maybe she just wants to get up and like go for a walk. Cause yeah. she's just sick of lying down. Yeah. But actually I realized later it was her body shutting down and we didn't know.
1: Did they feel cold? No,
2: not really, I think they just kind of had her wrapped up in blankets and yeah. stuff, so I didn't really remember that, but, um, well, like yeah. how was her
0: state of mind at this point, like was she sleepy and, she was she, starting was she, to get quite sleepy, was she scared, because, I mean, do you think she knew what was
2: happening? I don't know, I don't think yeah. either of us really knew, and I think, because you were not
0: expecting it at all, no, this is not, she, she technically didn't die cancer no, did she? Not no. at
2: all. She was like she beat the cancer and that's what I, I love to say is like she was in remission. She yeah. beat and she beat her cancer and that's the main thing, but it was just this turn of events that like
1: so This was the last sort of straw that broke the camel's back. So yeah. to say. But, but I mean, so. D-
0: when they have they done an autopsy, do you know what her like cause of death is? So what it says on her
2: autopsy is like the graft versus host disease, which is when the stem cell turns against her oh, her rejected. normal cells yeah. and is and like her body
1: rejects Oh, so she went into full rejection, probably from maybe the trauma of the colonoscopy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit, it's and a bit but, but do you
2: believe that? I don't know what to believe, to be honest. I think it was a bit suspicious. And I think that if we had got there, if we had got at to hospital a lot sooner, I think she would have still been here. Oh my yeah. God. Or even if they had have had her overnight after the
0: colonoscopy and monitored her.
2: Because do,
0: do you not think that... They should not. They should have maybe held off doing a colonoscopy to someone who was so unwell. Absolutely. Like she, her, she wasn't
2: able to eat food. She wasn't able yeah. to stomach or anything. She was so tiny. And then they drained her body of everything it had to do yeah. this colonoscopy, and then sent her home. Like I'm not like, who does that? Like, see, it's really
1: interesting. So you've got, fortunately for us, me and Zoe with mum and your mum and your dad, we've got complete closure on what mm. happened. However. Yeah. That's another component of mm. grief, like, what if, and what do I believe? Like, exactly. it sounds very odd. I'm just trying to think, with my nursing background, what what else it could have been. Because a
0: colonoscopy is when they, are they just, they ch- is that when they stick the camera yeah. up and they're just checking? Yeah. And so, was she having some kind of complaint? Yeah, I think she was, I think
2: she was having trouble going toilet, or oh. well, there was something, and they were just being extra cautious at the time, checking yeah.
1: everything because of what she'd been through. Um, but I um, see what you mean. So they... Mm-hmm. Because when you before the colonoscopy, you have to drink that copious amount of the, um, the bowel prep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she obviously just lost a lot of fluid; her body couldn't cope with it and went into sort of, I think, hypovolemic shock.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, but just her body maybe at the same time she was also in the rejection process mm-hmm. with the stem cell. I don't know, but that's awful, Sinead. Yeah, Not it was just one thing
2: on top of the other. I think, and I think she would have had a chance if she had if she just had the stem cell rejection yeah mm-hmm. without the colonoscopy I think they could have treated that and mm-hmm. she could have survived that but I think both of them on top of each other just wiped her out
1: yeah God. do you think I wonder if like I don't know when you feel ready or whatever mm. you could sort of research it a bit more and find out more if you wanted to
2: it'd be interesting to yeah know. I thought I was like I was holding on to that for a long time but then I was just talking to my auntie about it back then and she was just like you have to let that go like what is that serving you at this point in your life well
0: potentially it may be not happening to another person I don't know like do you think maybe some um procedures weren't followed correctly at the hospital or or that's it's like one of those scenarios where like everything's come together in a Mm. way that has kind of created this clusterfuck that you know wouldn't happen to the normal person yeah I think just everything that happened just
2: it, it all led to this one thing, but I kind of I got a bit of closure and I had a, a really good,
0: um, psychic reading after. Oh, cool. Yeah, and because you're just, very much you um, you have. That. Uh, yeah. I mean, as we know from your episode of The Bachelor, but I know from <laughs> many conversations <laughs> prior to going on the show that you have like a psychic that you absolutely swear oh, by, right? right. Yeah, um, so I've got
2: yeah, I love and anything. I'm so I'm very spiritual and I always turn to that kind of thing when I'm struggling or yeah. just whenever. Um,
1: it can it, be very helpful. Like, yeah. I'm a big like, we talked last time into signs and, oh, it must be mum, or, mm. like, whatever makes you feel better goes, mm. right? Definitely,
2: yeah. So I had a really good reading. And what did she say and about she it? And she said to me that um, there's nothing I could have done around my both of my parents dying because the exact date and time that they died is when they were supposed to leave Earth. Wow. So wow. no matter what happened, even if the the... the the, the stem cell rejection was cured and the colonoscopy never happened, something else would have yeah. taken her life. So, yeah. I mean, that kind of just made me think, there's no point me fighting this when and, it was inevitable. And think forever, what if,
0: what if, what exactly. if. And, and clarity, yeah.
1: no matter what shape, way or form it's given to you, mm. is peace of mind and that's all that matters. Totally. And at the end yeah. of the day, like, if you did do research into whatever happened and blah, 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 in a court of law... Mm. You sign consent for colonoscopies Mm. in any treatment. Um, And these things happen. They are a risk. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they happen every day, sort of, colonoscopies and interventions for many things. Mm. And it is very rare. Mm. But nothing is 100% safe ever. That's right. Nothing is. And that's what you sign for. So at the end of the day, you know, you're right. If you've got a bit of closure and clarity, what's the point in... Yeah. Altering what you already think. So. I mean, she's not going to come
2: back, no That's matter right. what I find, you know. Yeah. No matter Who I sue, so it just it just kind of felt like a waste.
1: Did the psychic say that they're happy and stuff, or like in a way?
2: Yeah, it was it was awesome. They said because when when my mum and dad died, they weren't talking, right. so they were still legally married, but they weren't living together. Mm-hmm. Well, my mum was living in hospital, but yeah, it wasn't good. And so the the psychic kind of said to me that they have they are living now in the next life in complete love with each other oh, and they nice. do love each other and they're yeah. together and they've merged into one soul and like I don't know if okay, this will be totally spiritual but like twin flame kind yeah, of yeah. two parts of one soul they were twin flames and they've joined together as one soul now in the afterlife which was it was really beautiful to hear because yeah. I knew they did love each other but I knew that well the, drinking, the bullshit that, that that
0: matters here like I we were just talking before we came on the show like we made a joke about like oh, you know, who feels weird like having sex now that your parents are dead <laughs> because, you know, you think that they're going to be like staring down at you. But it's like on, on the next plane or wherever, I mean, what do you guys call it? Like the next realm, the, after- they are. the yeah. afterlife, yeah. wherever they are, like it's not, they're not, they don't have the same kind of consciousness that we like inhabiting the earth have. Right. So they're not like, oh, I'm fucked off with you because you won't stop leaving your wet towel in the bathroom floor, like that stuff mm. is, so a lot of the issues that maybe you, our parents had with each other We're are not, mid, like, they're, they're not issues in the afterlife, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, so yeah. there's probably no booze in the afterlife. No, oh, there should be. Well, I think, I think you're probably just like, oh happy. high on, yeah, like, right. you know, you can, you it's like, I don't know, you, you, you can, <laughs>
1: it's just all love and yeah yeah, no, yeah rainbows yeah, and not unicorns not anger, and
0: stuff yeah, so exactly
2: and apparently that's how they're living so that's good awesome. to know it's i'm great pleased hard. yeah I'm which which pleased.
0: should make everyone feel a bit more comfortable about dating as well yeah <laughs> oh yes
1: exactly <laughs> oh there's nothing worse than the thought mid you know <laughs> well that's how i felt types. with
2: my i had my mum's ashes in my room for a long time oh, mine's I just, still in my room yeah oh,
1: thir- what is it 13 years so that's yeah good to know, wow
2: yeah. yeah and and having them there like i did feel a bit like that i was like far out she's like
1: She's her, in the room her with body me. body
2: is in my room. Like, yeah. this is, yeah. It's a
1: weird thought. Eh? Well, yours is still at the bloody funeral. Oh, stop, stop <laughs> telling people that. I keep, I, I keep
0: forgetting. I've got, um, yeah, fuck, I went down to the shore today. I actually should have gone. And it's just, I don't know. I Like I've said, I, I feel so strongly that once yeah. they've died the remains are like, it's like when you cut that's your how hair, I feel too. like when I cut my hair and I leave the hair salon, I don't have an emotional attachment to the hair that's left on the floor. No. I
1: should have hoped not. No. Like, <laughs> I, but I get your point.
0: I roll it into little balls and make voodoo dolls. Take it home. Yeah. See, I'm
1: not, I'm not really like that. Like, I still, no, I, I get it, but like, it's still, I think maybe because the image I still have of mum is her dead. Oh. So, so I think mm. I resonate with that more, but now it's getting better, but, yeah. I have to, I have to
0: really think, like, I really have to imagine her dead. I'm like, so and i please so pleased.
1: I, and I sat with her
0: for hours I as know. well. And I just, it, it is honestly just, it is not the thing I think about. And I don't know what it is, like, the last probably week. And I think it is that sort of a certain amount of months have passed. But I just keep thinking of her being like, I... I, I really cannot believe she's not fucking here. Um. Like,
2: I
1: really... Do you get that?
0: Yeah, I still get
2: that.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's funny. Like, I have... There's, like,
2: two different mums in my mind. I have my mum with the long fro mm-hmm. that I have, and then I have my cancer mum with the short little...
1: Hairdo? Grey? Little, yeah, do yeah. And it's, Pixie like, do. in my
2: head. My head has separated them into two people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's sort of like your life from when you lose a parent or loved one. Mm. Someone told me this, and it's so true. For the rest of your life, you'll always... If you're thinking back on memories, it'll always be in your head before your mum and dad died and mm. after. You yeah. separate your lives into what yeah. it was, and that might be similar to that. I mean,
0: when it's someone that's so important to your life, it has such a profound effect that you can't, yeah. you know, it, it changes yeah. who you are. Like, I think... Well, I think, yeah, you become a completely different person.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like the Chennai that I was when my parents were alive is is very different
0: to who I am now. Yeah. 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 Like Absolutely. Something. I mean, footloose and fancy free, like... yeah.
1: Just So, Sinead, back to, like, mum at the hospital. So, mm. as you said, you were there literally half an hour before she passed. So, yeah. did the nurses start coming in? And did anyone call bell you bell or you just you oh, just showed
2: I, up? Like, I just showed up and, and she, her feet started kind of getting tingly and I was just sitting with her and we were kind of talking. Um, and then she kind of just, her breathing kind of slowed a bit oh, and God. she would kind of get more sleepy. And, I, I'm honestly, I'm so... Gullible with things. I just think I'm so naive sometimes. I'm like, oh, she must be tired. Well, you don't know, know really. Yeah. Why would, why would you,
0: you would, you would not expecting, yeah. you're not like, oh, keep on the watch. She yeah, might die. you like,
1: oh, she's having a nice sleep. Yeah. She. Like, you can see why. She's exactly. in hospital. She doesn't
0: feel well. Yeah. She's
1: being looked after. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So then the, the nurses called in the the head doctor and he came in and he was doing things. And then he just. Was it like an emergency?
0: Like when no, they ring they the call just bell like, oh, and everyone just, comes, like, crash cart
2: and all that? No, nothing. They were just, I think they were being quite kind of standoffish because it was just me and mm-hmm. they knew about my dad mm-hmm. right? and I think um they'd known about my dad the whole time mm-hmm. so and I think they were a little bit worried but they weren't telling me anything and I could kind of see it you know and you can see it in yes. someone's eyes I could see that there wasn't something right but I was just thinking oh like I wasn't thinking death yeah and then they called in the the head surgeon and he came in and he kind of did what he was doing and then he just looked at me and he said I'm really sorry there's nothing we can do and like, hey, was oh, she still alive what? she was still breathing and I was like huh? Like, what do you mean? And then he was like, it won't, it probably won't be long now.
1: As if you sort of were expecting it. Yeah. And
2: I was like, fuck, like what the fuck? So then I called my, quickly called my mum's brothers and then, and they came down, I called my best friends. Um, and they just got there in time and I was just sitting with her and then she just died. And it was literally like half an hour from her, like being awake and saying she was like her feet yeah itchy. just chatting it was like and then it was like in probably another so maybe an hour in total mm-hmm. um yeah And the next half an hour she just kind of stopped talking and I would quickly scramble to just say like I love you I oh, love you I'm gonna be okay and she yeah. was nodding yeah. oh, just trying Fuck. to say those things to oh, her yeah, that, that, that gives, gives me the feels yeah I know. Yeah. and I just like just rushed. I just remember thinking I need her to know that I'm going to be okay because I know that she...
0: That would be her, her biggest concern. Biggest, biggest yeah, way.
2: and yeah. she had made a comment to me when my dad died. She was just like, well, now the pressure is on for me to make sure that I stay alive. Like mm-hmm. now, you know? And mm-hmm. I just knew that she wouldn't have been able to rest or let go if she knew what was happening. So I just was trying to reassure her that I was going to be okay. Mm. And she was nodding. Even you're
1: probably thinking, what the fuck yeah. am I going to do? How am I going yeah. to be
2: okay? But let's just tell her that. Um
0: and then she just slipped away, and that was she was gone. Fuck. And like, so it wow. like wasn't super dramatic. Like it wasn't none of that death rattle we talked about. Nah. last No, no. She just
2: stopped, and then they turned the machine off, and then just left her there with me. And then yeah, it was
1: so ugh. surreal. That must it be, just, that would have been like okay, wake me up from the nightmare now. Yeah, exactly. Can't be real.
2: And I was sitting there, and then I'm like, what do I do now? Where do I go?
0: Like, yeah, because I obviously
2: nowhere. N-
0: neither one of your parents you weren't anticipating either one of them to die. No. So just going back to your dad. Yeah. When your dad died, your mum was, was she sick and in hospital? Yeah. So my mum was in hospital yeah. at the time. Um. And so where was your, was your dad at his own house when yeah, he died? Yeah, my dad was And he home. just died in the night sort yeah. of thing? Who so did you find him?
2: No. So I, so f- like going backwards, I moved home before my mum got diagnosed because mm-hmm. I was about to go to Europe and I was oh. saving money and I was living with them. Um. And... When my mum got diagnosed and put into hospital, I was kind of at home with my dad, just him and I, but he, he'd become quite difficult mm-hmm. and a little bit abusive just with his whole alcohol. So, um, mm-hmm. I kind of moved into Like the verbally, hospital. do you mean? Or yeah, yeah. Verbally abusive. Um, yeah. And, it, and it, he, he turned into someone that it wasn't him. Like yeah. he was my dad. that's just
1: some of the saddest part, isn't it?
2: Like, yeah. Like, Cause he was honestly the most beautiful man. Yeah. And that's, it's just crazy what this can do to some people. Like, yeah. Like turn into a whole new person. Um so I spent my time kind of between living w- at the hospital with my mum and then going back sometimes to my dad's and then living with my best friend Holly so I was just I was all over the place at that time living I, I felt there. like I didn't have yeah. a home mm-hmm. I yeah. was literally scattered Yeah. Um and so from there I actually moved into the hospital for a little bit with my mum.
0: Really? So what wow. hospital was she in? Um Auckland Hospital. And and so obviously she's in hospital doing treatment Mm. see when my mum was doing treatment it was day stay she'd go in for the day she'd do her chemo and then they'd send her home oh no my mum was in hospital for months
1: really in her own
2: room yeah in her own room
1: so did you have a little mattress in there yeah so they had a little pull out
2: bed that they would bring down that i could stay with her so i would often stay with her so then one day i was just at work and i got a call from my cousin jordan Mm Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's like those. Was your dad living on his own? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. living alone. He had at that point he had a couple of carers with him at all times mm-hmm, though, right. like to wash yeah. him and feed him. Yeah. Um. He was he was completely sane. Yeah. But he just needed the help. Um. Yeah. And so one day at work, I got a call from my cousin Jordan and. I was in a meeting, and I just happened to see the call. And, like, weirdly, you know, when you see something and you're just like... I, like, it's I, out of the
0: blue. Why yeah. would
2: my cousin be calling me in yeah. the middle of a work day? Your yeah. heart sinks. And I just stood up in the meeting, and I would never usually do it. And I was like, I didn't need to answer this call. I just need to pop out. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I answered his call, and he just said that Dad had not woken up this morning and that the ambulance was there doing cpr and everything and that we need to go now oh mm. my god so he got picked up by a taxi from his work and he swung by mine and mm-hmm. picked me up in his um in his taxi and so when we were on the motorway on the way there he got another call saying that dad had passed away and we were <gasps> oh both just i will never forget that yeah, he just no. grabbed my hand <gasps> and we were just looking at each other like what What's just what do we what do? Happened? Happened? And yeah. we do to go next. Like... Yeah. Because my cousins, Geordie and Sam, my dad was like their dad. Yeah. Like oh, really? so close. And yeah. the three of us, pretty much, we just consider ourselves brother and sister because yeah. we're so Still? close.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: So oh, that completely shook them as well. So
0: had a caregiver gone around in the morning and found him? Or... Yeah. So one
2: was staying over with him. Oh. So like living with my dad mm-hmm. and he'd woken up in the morning to check on him and dad didn't wake up. Right, but yeah. was he was he alive at the time, or you're not sure? I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Um. They did all the CPR stuff, but he just never came back. So right. I think he actually passed away in his sleep. Yeah, which
1: yeah. I mean, he didn't suffer. Yeah. I mean, I no. guess it's one thing, but still, it's so shocking. Still. Oh, it's especially when you're not it's expecting like, it. Yeah. I think probably similar to maybe how we felt. It's like you sort of know they're gonna die. Mm. Well, we did, but then. When it actually happens, you're still not expecting it, are yeah. you? But like, it's you're not really
2: Yeah, because you can have that peripheral neuropathy, but everything else, like his kidneys and everything were fine. Like yeah. He was wow. getting constantly tested. It was just that he had lost the nerves in his hands and legs. Yeah. yeah. So he was healthy and he was fine. And then all of a sudden, he just... His heart gave a, out. Yeah, his heart gave out. Was up.
0: he still drinking?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he could never shake that. and That's head. like your dad, too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think... Yeah,
1: it's,
0: yeah, it's and it worst. and it is when you get to a point mm. and you're like, well, I'm never gonna get any fucking better. Mm. Why bother? I, exactly. I mean, I sort of agree. Like, enjoy it's just, yourself. Yeah. I mean, if you think you have a drinking problem and, and you're fit and healthy, maybe work on yeah. it. If yeah. you have
1: a drinking problem and you're already fucked, it's do so you? Much you know, it. yeah. it's like my mum. I mean, she died of bladder cancer. Mm. It is a smoking cancer, mm. and um, mm. which is bizarre to me that those two things are related. Smoking yeah, and yeah. bladder. Yeah. Well, it's an old man, old man smokers, cancer. Yeah, mm. but um, and when she got diagnosed terminal, because um, she was still smoking, um, um, she said to the oncologist something about stopping smoking, and he just said, "Look, the horse is bolted," <laughs> and a lot of well, which is true. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's exactly and, right. And you know, a lot of people like would come over or, or know my mum and be like, "Oh, she's still smoking," and sort of look down on it, which I can understand. Yeah, but then. I was sort of like, Well, if she knows she's gonna die, it's her sort of vice. Yeah. Well what she got to lose. But it was embarrassing, I have to say, at the hospice and we'd have to wheel her out in her hospice bed. Yeah. To have a cigarette. That wasn't But anyway, you do what you gotta do. But yeah, so you can back to like your dad and Mm. stuff, you can sort of see the mindset of Well and we don't know what it's like to be faced with But I think for him, like
2: it was more he the alcohol was was it was like a catch-22 like we're trying to tell him to quit drinking but the more he drank the more it affected his mental state and yeah kind of, he was just getting kind of almost brain damaged by the alcohol yeah. you do you get
1: alcohol-induced brain damage exactly that possibly could be the personality changes exactly, exactly. But like dementia yeah. that's yeah. i mean
0: my dad had the same personality changes that were yeah. probably a combination of the stroke and the drinking mm, you yeah. know like no sense of appropriateness like conversations were totally inappropriate like I remember he once got picked up by the ambulance like you know not not it wasn't an emergency but he had to go to the hospital for an appointment and when someone is physically unable to walk on their own and he lived up a flight of stairs we had to get an ambulance to come yeah Mm. ambulance come to pick him up and like they have those special seats that they can carry him downstairs. And one of the ambulance um, oh. officers was like a very attractive young oh, lady no. who was probably my age. Yeah. And she's like bending over, getting something out of her bag. And he's like, oh, you've got a nice ass. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, dad, God. you disgusting old pig. Like, I Do know. My they mum's, know. This
1: was, I was so mortified. We were at the hospice wheeling her out for a cigarette. And there was some poor nurse walked by and she said, why are nurses so fat these days? Oh. And i am <laughs> <laughs> like dying inside. Like
0: what did oh. he say? It's Sorry. Like, it's like they've got the um you know, like the inhib- inhib- inhibitions of a toddler. Oh, absolutely. I, we were at the mall the other day and my three year old, like there was a old lady well, I don't know, she was probably in her seventies, walking in front of us and she was with a a man. The man was probably like six foot five and the lady was Teeny, teeny, tiny. She was like probably like four foot five, and Sadie so loud was like, "Look at that tiny grandma!" Oh. <laughs> I, like, oh. yes. I mean, it's true. She was a tiny grandma probably, yeah. but I'm like
1: Shush. mortifying. And then
0: it's all right. Like people will forgive a child for saying that. But but not at yeah, all. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're not gonna forgive us. Yeah, they're not gonna forgive a 65 year old creep like saying that to you know like, yeah. the lovely looking. Hopefully she could just laugh it off because it does oh. happen quite a lot. But, I'm sure yeah. she's used to it. Like you know, he literally. I mean, I, you guys probably don't know this, but. For the last few years of my dad's life, he he always had terrible teeth, and he literally oh, had yeah. every single tooth in his mouth removed, and he was just really? nothing but gums. Really? Oh. Ne- yeah, he wouldn't wear his dentures. Believe me, like oh.
1: So the gummy old man was yeah. a creep, was it? hundred percent. Just adds to the creep factor. doesn't Yeah, it? Uh,
0: totally. Uh, so anyway, sorry, mm. digressing there. Um, to, so back to your story. So when mm. you in the taxi and you found out that your dad oh, had mm. died, where did you guys go? Yeah. Did you go to
2: his house? Or? Yeah, we went straight to my dad's house. And who um, was there? My auntie was there and the carer was there. Yeah. And I think the ambulance was still there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just walked in and I saw him lying there. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and did he was all the cords and stuff on him from the CPR? Or no, they, they're oh, taking they that still, all. Yeah. yeah. And he was just in bed? No, he'd actually, he'd, he was on the ground. So he had, oh. I think he'd, he was half out of bed when he died and then they pulled him onto the ground to do the CPR. Yeah. yeah. So
0: when my, oh, I mentioned in the last episode, my oldest brother, when his mum died suddenly of a heart attack, mm. um, my sister in law tried to give her um CPR. CPR mm. And when they're on a bed, oh, it, yeah. it's too springy. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. They, they to need to be on a hard heart. surface yeah. to properly administer, yeah. like the heart, um or the pumps. Yeah. The pumps. Yeah. So. So yeah. that's probably what happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: And then... Yeah, so I just... I mean, I guess they were like, just, do you want to say your goodbyes? Do you want to have time with him? And you're, you're just like, like, oh, no. What, I don't I would have lied me. Yeah, and I just kind of sat there with him and I just was staring at him because like, he was such a lively person. Mm. Like He was the biggest person I've, ever, I've actually ever met and I yeah. feel like I will never meet someone you like my dad. No. Yeah. And I'm just staring at him quiet, like, for the first time in my life. And I'm just expecting him to be, like, you know, like... Kidding! Got you, yeah, fuckers! Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah, got fully, your Yeah. <laughs> but nothing. And I just... And did you oh. have that
0: feeling that, like, it, it's really not him anymore?
2: I just... I, I just was absolutely... I just had never... That just threw, threw me. Because I never Was that the expected, first time you'd seen... Yeah. No, I'd before. seen... I'd seen um, other family members passed away, but they were a lot older.
0: Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and, and, I mean being my dad you know yeah. like this man that was just larger than life and just so loud and everyone just loved him yeah just so quiet and gone I just mm-hmm. couldn't wrap my head around it no you, do you know you probably never will yeah like yeah even now like mm. I sometimes think how can someone that amazing mm-hmm. just be gone just, from yeah. the earth it's just such a waste
1: it is. Yeah. it's a waste I think we've talked yeah. about being a waste in our last one when my best friend's dad committed suicide it was just such a waste yeah like yes. such a yeah likeable funny cool man but yeah yeah they don't see it, unfortunately. But, yeah, wow, what a shock, Sinead. Mm. And then
0: did you have to scramble to be like, okay, well, now I need to find a funeral home? Like, what happens
1: next? Yeah, who took yeah, the Yeah, so then why?
0: They... Sorry, I'm mm. jumping the gun, but sometimes when it's unexpected, the police have to come.
1: Yeah, coroners. Did the police come or the um, coroner?
0: I can't even, honestly, it feels
2: like such a blur. I don't think the police came. Yeah. I think it was just the ambulance. And a lot of that, luckily for me, um, my auntie dealt with, quite yeah. a bit of that which was really nice um, but so then my my uncle brought my mum to the scene <gasps> from, he from went and picked her up from the hospital yeah, went and grabbed her yeah oh. and, and she came um and i mean her main concern was me cuz yeah, she was of just course like, you know actually i just lost her dad and yeah. i mean when i think back to my dad passing away and and his funeral it was actually kind of nice now that I think about it because my mum and I got to do that together. Yeah. So we got to organise the day and we wrote our speeches and we, you know, we did the photos and the music and.
0: Yeah, that such a was, special time. Yeah. To do so that your mum would have her. been able to, like, answer a lot of the questions that you didn't know the answers to. Yeah, she dealt stuff. with the funeral home and she. Oh, really? You know, did and, she? And, like, yeah. Like,
1: sick, she still managed to do it. Yeah, she managed yeah. to
2: help me with that, wow. yeah. Um, And because, I mean, I know I was 25, but.
1: I had never dealt with anything no, like that. No, And, and you, I had And why no, should you? No no, yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be. It's unnatural at that yeah. age to be having to deal with this yeah. shit. And yeah. I just
2: felt as sick as my mum was, I was just, I felt like a 12-year-old again, just like totally. hiding behind yeah. her, yeah. you take the You're lead. Vulnerable. Yeah. You're vulnerable. Yeah. You're so vulnerable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, I was 25 when my dad died mm. as well, and my mum, well, wasn't sick, but she definitely, even though they She'll weren't
1: together, out. same situation, yeah. they,
0: they, they were separated, but they were still married, but they were pretty good friends, you know, and she was with me when dad died but she she did all of the arrangements you know she made all the decisions the only thing i had to do for my dad's funeral was the photo slideshow
2: yeah Mm. yeah that was a lot like me i just Mm. she did it all yeah because that was what my mum was like she was just like nothing would ever Well, she upset down it was funny she she was upset but i think it was it was just such a hard time because Mm. i think the amount of trauma she'd gone through with her chemo Mm. and everything, it kind of, that also changed her a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And she, maybe I'm thinking a little bit of depression probably for her. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, like losing a home that she lived with her husband and then kind of losing her husband and then all that kind of thing. She kind of, she made a, a comment just saying, I don't know if I... If i feel as sad as i should feel yeah but i kind of saw this coming for years yeah but yeah. she would have you know she would have seen it before i did
0: Th- that's how i felt about my dad is mm. like it, i don't think i ever have felt the sort of overwhelming grief about my dad's death that i felt about my mum's mm. because i saw it coming for so long and i expected it to happen for mm-hmm. so long Yeah. And, and my dad obviously was a lot sicker for a lot longer mm. than, than what your dad was. It was a gradual so, sort of chronic. Yeah, yeah. And he he really like had those strokes, and he mm. he, the the guy he was when I was growing up was not the same person that he was for those last ten mm. years. And I think Absolutely. I think you realize yeah.
1: once you can tell the quality of life is gone. Yeah. You sort of like, oh, I don't know how to explain it, but feel like you're a bit more ready. I yeah. It might sound really awful. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I remember I going
2: through those years with my dad of just feeling just panicking and thinking, Fuck, we need to do something because he's gonna die yeah. yeah and just stressing every night and not being able to sleep and then I just got to a point one day where I thought I can't do anything more. Like no. I've yeah. been his support person in rehab, I've been there, yeah. I've cleaned him up, I've picked him up out of
0: out of bed
1: when yeah. you
2: know, I fed him, I've bathed wow. him. I can't do anything. Do
0: you not feel like after they go to rehab, like before it's just like, it's all, you know. Mm. And then after they go to rehab and when they, did he stick to it for a little bit before relapsing when he came out of rehab? Yeah. Like, but only like a couple of weeks. See, my dad stuck with it for like three months and I was like, Mm. holy shit. Okay. This is what an amazing, like normal dad is like. And then when he relapsed after those three months, I was kind of like, well, fuck you then. Like if this is the life, if
1: this is the life
0: you're choosing. Yeah. Then, then, then there's no more help for you. Like, it's, it's that's up to right. you. And I
1: think it goes back to dynamics. Like, it's un, an unnatural thing for, as a young person, to, like you just said, clean your father up. Oh, mm, yeah. Take mm. him to rehab, feed him. Mm. I mean, it sort of the roles reverse. You sort of become the adult and they the yeah. child. And I think once that's established, your thoughts and feelings on, on them do change. Yes. And I think with him, like, there
2: had been so many times that he had started to to go down the right path. And I had my hopes, man. He got my hopes mm, up yeah. so much. So and it's I like a relationship
1: just, in a way. Like, if you've yeah. been yeah. Yeah. broken up with by the same person all the time. But yeah. Bad, bad metaphor, but kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. And, is, and, like, though. I just would feel so elated and, like,
2: so happy that I was going to have a normal family. Mm, and, yeah. and then so many times he would let me down, and I would hear the bottle, you know, oh, in the kitchen, and yeah. it would just, like, crucify me. And I would just think, I'm not getting my hopes up with this guy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's not going to do this to me again. I just have to expect the worst yeah
0: yeah and then
1: you won't be disappointed exactly yeah yeah and then the worst happened yeah exactly. he died so exactly. and there's nothing it's good that you realize though that there's literally nothing more mm. you yeah. could have done and that's how I think with you your mum and my mum how I dealt with the grief with them so well is that there is literally nothing more I could have done yeah to make her life any better mm. or to make her live and I think that's that could be helpful in the grief process yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: all right, we have now reached the end of part one of Sinead's two-part interview with us. Make sure you join us next week where Sinead will continue telling her story as well as answering a few of our burning bachelor questions. And that's us for today. Thank you so much for listening to us waffle on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at death and all the rest. And if you have a question or you'd like to share your story, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com.
1: Bye. This podcast was born out of a need to talk about our personal experiences with death. To be clear, we are not mental health professionals. We are simply sharing our stories.